Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I'm so excited. I have a great show for you today. I have a very special guest in the studio with me. Good morning, Miss Jocelyn Chua. Hi, good morning, Tina. <laughs> Thanks for having me here. Sure, sure. So um, we're going to get to all of the fabulous things that Jocelyn does in just a second. But I wanted to, first of all, I want to start with this. So I just returned from my trip to Nantucket. I think I might have talked about that last week, or the week before, rather. Um, and I have to report, it was fabulous. But I noticed something that I wanted to talk about, or at least touch on. I noticed a habit that I now that I have. And I know this, Bob, this is not going to come as a shock to you. But it came as a little surprise to me. I realized when I'm on vacation, of course I'm always... Uh, keeping an eye out for something fabulous, some oh, yeah. purchase. Sure. And I love boutique shopping when I'm on vacation <laughs> because they will have that something special that you're not going to find back home. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is I tend to search for one of two things, and that's it. Jewelry oh. or a handbag, <laughs> preferably well, vintage. As I recall, <laughs> there's a lot of nice jewelry shops in, in yes. Nantucket. And lots of handbags. Oh, really? There well. are two? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. And I was more vintage, but I ended up buying something new that looks vintage. Um, so, how about those Nantucket red pants? Oh, lo- I love it all. <laughs> I love it all. I bought a sweater, a Nantucket red sweater. Okay. I call it salmon. Listen, I think yeah, it's salmon. Yeah, that's what it basically right? is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even my husband said, Isn't that salmon? <laughs> I'm so proud of it. He's getting well trained. Oh, yes. He knows. Trust me, he knows. He's, he could, he's a fashion insider. Um, so I noticed every store I went into, that's what I gravitated tor- towards was jewelry by like a local artisan or handbags that were either locally made or just something unique that I hadn't seen. And sure enough, I bought a fabulous handbag, actually two, two bags um, that are fantastic. And one was in a store that is only in Nantucket and Aspen and Palm Beach. So I think I'm safe to say I'm not going to find it around here. Um, which is, it's nice. It's more, you know, like a memory of my trip. So that must be my vice, I think. That <laughs> is my addiction. I think it's the jewelry and the vintage handbag thing because I realized how many things. And my last trip, just a few weeks ago, I was out in the Hamptons and I bought a vintage bag. Oh, dear. <laughs> so that's it. I just realized, I said, okay, well. Now, I did, but it wasn't conscious. That's the thing. I, do, I go in and like, oh, let me try and find something for my trip. And that's what I ended up doing. Anyway, so I would like to get to my guest, Miss Jocelyn. So Jocelyn is the founder and creator of a website called Suburbs 101, which is a fantastic site. You've got to check it out. It's basically a guide to living in the New York suburbs, suburbs Westchester, Long Island, Connecticut, and New Jersey. And uh, she's got lots and lots and lots of fun and exciting things on this blog. Um things like cocktail hour i noticed things about food so um first of all jocelyn how did you come up with this idea and why did you start this blog because i think it's great yeah thank you um so i started suburbs 101 it was actually out of personal need um i wish a guide existed 14 years ago when i was moving out of the city i was living in the upper east side one bedroom apartment with my husband, we were looking to move out to the suburbs. So we looked everywhere, New Jersey, Westchester, Fairfield County. Um, we're not from this area, so we didn't know anyone. Okay. So it would have been nice to have such a guide. Um, and then even last year, my sister moved to Westchester, and she was asking the same questions we were asking. Right. You know, like where, which town should we move to, school district, taxes, the commute, Um 
and that's when I realized, you know what, I think I can start this blog and yeah. um, and start the guide. And I, it's fairly new. I've only started this a few months ago. Yeah. And it's been pretty well received. Um, gotten a lot of feedback and it's been evolving because yeah. it started off as more of like a guide for people who are looking to move to the suburbs <laughs> and now I've actually expanded it to more for you know for a guide for people who live in the suburbs like the happy hour guide you're talking about yep. shopping you know sidewalk sales yep. um, food truck guides we have monthly food um, food events so okay. I actually post kind of for the tri-state area which is which is useful um, and but core to our uh, to suburbs one one are the personal stories that I feature. Yes, so that was which I was fantastic. We chatted a, a little bit about that, and I've read some of the interviews. I know some of the people that you've interviewed, um, some of the moms in the area, which are super moms as I like to call them, which are amazing. You know, moms with these incredible careers and doing it all uh, doing it all I don't know how they do it my hats off to them but doing it all um, which is fantastic I love reading about that and it's people that are right here in our community Mm -hmm. it's not like oh a celebrity that probably has five nannies and you know lots of help and this and that not that there's anything wrong with it but um, it's it's actual real women that are here that are working hard and some of them have their own businesses Mm -hmm. or just started their own business and uh, they've got children they're living here you know they're running a household they're running a business they're running you know in charge of their family as well and raising children and it's fantastic mm-hmm. you know because i i also feel like there's a little bit of a stigma and it's definitely changing you know of the suburb mom or just the suburb lady which is me, mm-hmm. um, that y- you're a little more relaxed and maybe you're not as like in that hustle and bustle like you are in the city. And I don't think that that's true. I think you are just in a different way because there's lots to do and lots to keep you busy whether you want to be or not in the suburbs. I mean, mm-hmm. a- and again, children or not, there's a lot going on. You know, yeah. this isn't, it's not the country, I guess, which is different mm-hmm. from the suburbs. So um, so do you, you do this now full time? Yes, I okay. do this full time. Okay. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, I spent, I've been spending a lot of time writing, interviewing people. Yeah. And um, and just recently, we we I just started a home renovation interview series, oh. um, which I just launched this week. So okay. you know the idea also again to appeal to my readers who live in the suburbs because we're always fixing our house. So it would yeah. be nice to actually have an insider's um, you know personal account of your home renovation. Yeah, yeah. So this week I actually uh, featured it's it's a, a local lifestyle blogger. And she actually moved to a 1950s fixer-upper in Scarsdale. Wow. And her husband and her, they both did the renovation themselves. They demolish. They wow. did the finishing work. That's I mean, it ambitious. was really hands-on while planning a wedding and going to law school. So it's actually really oh. amazing. You should read it if you oh haven't had a chance to oh read that yet. Yeah. I'm going to get anxiety just from reading it. Thinking, <laughs> okay, I'm I'm an underachiever here. Um, okay, so how often are you? Is there a new post? Yeah, so I, I post an interview in the beginning of the week, Monday or Tuesday. Okay, and then later in the week I will have a guide or an article. Okay, so that's kind of the schedule right now. And again, it's evolving. And um, I also have my social media, which is Instagram and Facebook. Okay, so both platforms, the website and my social media, I treat it a little bit differently. Because yep. social media is more visual. Yes. So I actually post every day for that. And I try to um, to get it so my readers and my viewers, they, they get a glimpse of 
a life in the suburbs. And I recently have um, have local have guest bloggers actually take over my Instagram account, and yes. they feature, um, you know, we'll have pictures of their restaurants that they go to, the gym that they go to, places that they go to, just so you get a glimpse of their life in that part of the suburbs. Right. So I try to, from you their know, point of view. from their point of view, yeah. correct. Yeah. I've, I've done that before, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun guest blogging and, and, t- and Instagram takeover um, for brands in the city as well. And uh, that's exactly it. I'm always interested in, you know, someone else's take or someone else's view of whatever it is they're doing. Even if it's the same thing I'm doing, it's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Um, okay, so... If uh, someone wanted to read, they can subscribe to this blog? I'm Correct, assuming? yeah. Okay. So they can they can go to www.suburbs101.com, okay. and you can actually subscribe to our newsletter. Okay. And we'll give you – this is a monthly newsletter, so you get a monthly update. Okay. Um, or the best is go to uh, Facebook yes. or Instagram at Suburbs101. Um, that's the handle. At Suburbs101, yeah, and you follow along. Yeah, and follow along. I'll let you know when there's a new post that comes up. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, I like it. All right. Um, we're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking to Jocelyn Chua from Suburbs 101. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. We're joined here with Jocelyn Chua. She is the founder and creator of Suburbs 101. You've got to check this blog out um, or at least follow her on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Suburbs 101 is the handle for for Instagram and the same for Facebook. Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a fantastic guide to really... is the suburbs basically and it's everything from food to fashion to really like a lifestyle blog mm-hmm. I would say and a little bit of a guide um, you're giving suggestions for things like happy hour um, and then you do the weekly interviews uh, with different um, interesting people mm-hmm. let's call it so let me ask you this so you've lived in different places I know you shared with me New Jersey you've lived in the city you've lived in or live in Connecticut um, what do you think the biggest difference between New York City and suburb fashion? Fashion. From your point of view, mm-hmm. and I like to ask this from someone who's not directly involved you know, in the fashion industry. You're looking at it from a much different perspective, mm-hmm. which I like to hear. Like, What do you think it is? Sure. The yeah. biggest difference. So um, I definitely think suburban fashion is different from city fashion. Um, I would say the best way to describe it is um, through the color spectrum. Okay. So as you're in the city, people dress darker 
darker tones. I mean, they're edgier, hipper, more chic, but okay. everything is just darker. And as you move away from the city, it gets lighter and lighter. So <laughs> as an example, okay? Yeah. So, um, you know, when you're, when you're in the city, you know, you get, it's edgier, people dress more black, gray tones. And then as you move Westchester and New Jersey, which is still closer to the city, yeah. it's a little lighter, but once you cross the line to Connecticut, yes. It's totally different. Um, you know, as you get there, the color palette is really light in Connecticut. More prints, florals. I would say just think of Lily Pulitzer, pink yeah. and green. That's the look. Um, I know when I go to meetings in the city, if I wear what I'm wearing right now, white pants and, well, I'm not wearing a floral top, but let's say I'm wearing a floral top. Yeah. I would feel a little bit um, out of place in the meeting. In I the would city. Feel, in the city. I would feel like I'm on vacation. Yes. Because um, everyone's dressed like they're having a serious meeting. Right. And even when I go to Westchester, the same thing, too. Um, you know, when I go to meetings in Westchester, I, I don't wear my Lily Pulitzer dress. Right. Unless I'm going to a beach club. Right. Um, you know, because I think that's people inter- dress. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting because I'm just thinking about it. I am a big fan of color. Anyone that knows me knows I embrace color. And I, you know, I'm in the city four times a week, mm-hmm. sometimes five, six times a week. I'm in the fashion industry. I've done this for 20-something years. I love color. And um, I agree with you that there's a lot of dark in the city. But I also think about if I'm going to a meeting, which is just about every week in the city, I will consider what color I'm wearing. So I, Mm -hmm. you know what? I think it's more of I want to be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. I think I don't want to walk in there in a bright, like I'm wearing a, a, you know, a red tomato red sundress today that's off the shoulders. I would never wear this to a business meeting Mm -hmm. or even to meet a new client. And we're talking about fashion. Now, granted, Granted, I'm not wearing a suit. That's not my profession. That's not, you know, really what I need to wear. It's a creative field. It's as creative as you can get, pretty much. And, uh, you know, I'm representing myself as a stylist. So, yes, I would not be in a suit. And I would, and if it, if I were in a suit, it'd probably be head-to-toe leopard. You know, <laughs> something that's really creative. But yet, I wouldn't wear, like, a brighter color. I, I would be conscious of color and what it was. So, so I agree with you mm-hmm. on, on that aspect, the difference. Um, yeah. And I, I think you see that in in men's fashion as well too yeah, yeah, you know for you, sure. like you're not seeing the salmon color pants Nantucket and the red right, Nantucket, exactly <laughs> as you call Nantucket red um, in the city right. you no. look like oh, you're no. on vacation oh no, oh, no. You know? I, it's funny you yeah. mentioned this my husband had a meeting with someone that used to live in Westport and now lives in New Jersey. And the man was from, I believe, New Jersey. And he said, yeah, you know, there's those, there's lots of guys that wear the pants with the with the uh, fish or the oh, alligators. Yes, with on, the little and, prints. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, right, like vineyard vines. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and in Jer- New Jersey, they don't wear that. No. You know, we were like <laughs> laughing about it. So. All right, so what do, what do you think your perspective, and again, I like that because you're interviewing these people, so what's mm-hmm. your perspective on fashion bloggers? Do you think that it's oversaturated? Um, are people still relating to fashion bloggers? I think this is because, you know, it's now the word influencer is used, mm-hmm. which which is a little bit broader term. And because I get asked this question a lot, but my core, I'm a stylist that has mm-hmm. a blog. I, you know, I'm not necessarily a blogger, um, which is different. And, and so do you think it's oversaturated? Do you think people still are interested in that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think there are a lot of fashion bloggers out yeah. there, you yeah. know, um, now that I'm on Instagram and kind of trying to figure, you know, I've been interviewing a lot of these fashion bloggers. Right, right. But I think a lot of them, they do tell their personal <laughs> stories, 
you know, especially when you look at Insta- Instagram, the Instagram stories. Yep. Um, it's it's interesting, and I think everyone is sort of different. I mean, yeah. they have different styles too. Although they're from the same, let's say, all from Greenwich. Yeah. Everyone, all the different fashion bloggers, they dress differently. I yeah. mean, it's not all one look. Right, right, right. right. I agree. I agree. So somebody usually, even the people that are just com- kind of new to the game. Um, and, you know, I've been asked this before as well, um, because I started my blog in 2009. I'm sorry, 2011. Wow. And, um, but it was, again, just another layer to to my business. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always been a stylist. I always say this, I will always be a stylist first and foremost and have that personal connection with my clients. And the blog was just something visual for people to see. It's mm-hmm. kind of like my Instagram is an editorial version of my life. It's snapshots of the editorial version of my life. That's it. It's not the full-blown picture, obviously, because I don't, it's it's part of a service that I'm mm-hmm. offering. I'm a stylist. I'm not going to put pictures that aren't pretty and hopefully inspiring. Um, so I think that, I think you're right. There's something for everyone. And I think that everyone has slightly different um, a d- way of dress. And even for the people that just started doing it or people that came from the finance world and decided to do this, they have yet another perspective because they're not from the, the fashion mm-hmm. industry. They're actually, you know, non-fashion people that are now... <clears throat> you know, starting a blog or a website and or maybe just their Instagram that have a voice and have an opinion. And I kind of like it because it's different. Yes. It's definitely different. It's yeah. not it's not the same. Um, OK, so do you mostly sh- I'm just interested on shopping habits. Mm-hmm. Online so huge right now. Online shopping, yeah. big presence. What do you personally do? Shop online or in stores? So I'm actually old fashioned. Um, I prefer to shop in, store. in stores, Yay. I like to touch and feel the clothes, um, the fabric. I want to try it. You know, sometimes it looks good on a model, but when I actually try it, it may not be as flattering. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm an, I'm old fashioned. Yeah. I like going to stores. I do too. Yeah. Do you shop online at all? I do. If it's not non clothing, maybe for my kids, okay. it's just much easier. Okay. Uh, if I don't have time, but when I do shop online, I tend to to pick stores that have brick and mortar. Yeah. You know, brick and mortar stores. So I can go and exchange and return and actually feel and see yeah. what I'm, you know, exchanging the item for. Yeah. I mean, yeah. especially with clothing, I guess that's really what I'm thinking about. Um, you know, household items, electronics, that definitely would be a different story. And I don't really purchase a lot of that online. That's mm-hmm. if, if we're doing that, it's usually my husband. Um, so that's kind of his his territory. Um, for me, specifically clothing. I definitely shop more online than I once did, of course, because Mm -hmm. it's available and there are more choices now. But I'm very careful as to what I pick. I have to say, because every time if if I see something and it's an article of clothing and I say, I really love that. I really okay. I'll do it, and then I get it, and it doesn't work. I am kicking myself, yes. saying, "You see, you learn. You, you shouldn't have bought it online. If you, you know, but you know, <laughs> I get it. I just don't love the whole like I have to return it now, and I have. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like returning things online. Yeah, like, and I like just, the instant gratification. Mm-hmm. I bought it now. I have it. It's mine. Mm-hmm. It's mine. <laughs> it's, exactly. I don't want to have to wait. Um, so. 
I'd like to ask people that. And obviously, my answer is always going to be in store. It's part of my job and part of what I do. I also like that whole sort of uh, like a treasure hunt. You know, my eyes are always open for different things. That's true. So, I think online shopping, it's hard. It's like unless you know what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, then, and it really, then it's got to be presented in such a way, just like with stores, when you walk in, it's merchandised in a certain way. It's going to appeal to you or mm-hmm. not. If it's a store that's messy and you're looking for a boutique that's very organized and it's got little vignettes and colorized and it's and you're and you've got that one-on-one relationship with the salesperson that's one story Mm -hmm. you're going into something that's more like a flea market well that's another type of experience so Mm -hmm. we're online they have to really i think it's so easy just to click to the next thing Mm -hmm. they've got to kind of capture that customer and keep them there and it you know and it has to be user-friendly and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. at least for me anyway. So always interesting. So what would you say? Now, I'm looking at your style. It's very classic. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love your shoe. So she has white jeans on, a black sleeveless top, and a fabulous, can. I'm going to call it candy apple red, pump she has a it's a pointy toe shiny patent leather pump i love 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 the shoe do you wear Thank heels you. a lot not really oh no i did don't. you wear it just for us yes yay <laughs> <laughs> i love to hear that <laughs> and you have a red bag which i love yes. too which is a darker red bag yeah Very it's nice. my favorite color Ver- red mm-hmm. red and i mm-hmm. like that i like that uh you know and you kept everything else kind of clean which i love earring hair pulled back i love 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 it. i like the outfit. thank you good good boy do you normally dress in color or it de- or like you said depends on where you depends going. on where i am okay but um my day-to-day i would I, and i i don't i don't like to admit this i actually dress really casual i mean my favorite is just yoga, okay. yoga pants workout top okay. you know i okay. guess it's just being in the suburbs i think there's yeah. a lot of that yeah you know you don't change out of your workout gear right 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 yes, um yes, yes. and you don't get as dressed up as if you're in the city i just remember when i was when i used to live in the city um when i was in my 20s you know i would say to myself i'm never ever gonna be that person in yoga who pants. wears sneakers <laughs> and yoga pants all day long yet Yep. You know, I do, I do that a lot. You, yeah, I, it's I comfort. It. It's comfort. That's it what is it comfort is. and convenience. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so uh, I just wanted to circle back to when you're going out. So you've got the interviews. And when you're going out and, and recommending, let's say, restaurants, mm-hmm. you're trying all of them yourself. Yes. Or is it recommendations? Yeah. So it's, okay. it's a combination. So okay. I try them or else it's, it's they're recommended by friends or friend of friends or people that I've interviewed. Okay. Um, so I don't just you know, randomly pick a restaurant. If I put happy hour guy, these are restaurants that have either been recommended or You've been I've to. been to. And yeah. we just discovered there's a new restaurant right here, right? Yeah. You just, just Lulu, told me this. Yeah. Penang is now Lulu and it's opening next week. I was just talking to the owner right there. Yeah. It's a Chinese restaurant. I've been missing Penang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. And when is it opening? Next week, they said. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So exciting. Yeah, that's actually, if you think about that, I always say I feel like the avenue specifically needs more restaurants. I do. Hmm. Because I feel like there's not enough diversity. I think we've got Italian or Mediterranean-ish. And then think we about have the that. Bistro, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, I know there are. I mean, La Penguin. We've got a little French, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's just not enough, or maybe not just the avenue Greenwich in general. I feel like because this town is not small, mm-hmm. it's quite big. So it, I feel like it could handle a few more, a few more restaurants, really good restaurants of different, uh, you know, food types. 
I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know I have to drive to Westchester if I want Vietnamese food or Korean food. Exactly. Um, you know, there's really none in this area. Right. So, yeah, I that's think. One thing. Yeah, that's okay. one. Thing. All right. Yeah, yeah, I. That's what I mean. I just feel like there's not enough options, and I, there were all a few things. I feel like something closed too on the avenue. A few things have closed or come and go. So I don't know. I think. I that think it's the parking though. The avenue well, is just parking. It's tough. Yes. Yeah. Yet yet another issue. But mm-hmm. but we do love the avenue. All right. So um, what can we expect f- upcoming for Suburbs 101? You have anything exciting that's coming up that you could share with us? Any good interviews? Yeah, so I have some um, interviews that are a little bit unique, I would say, in terms of the profiles. Okay. Um, so next week I have an interview of um, of someone who has a home in the Upper East Side. They have an apartment in the Upper East Side and also a beach house in Southampton. Oh. And how she ended up moving permanently to Southampton. You know, that's always oh. your dream, right? To to move to the resort town to kind of where yeah. you go on vacation yeah. to. So that's that's the story. Um, and I try to mix it up. I know I've been interviewing women. Yeah. Um, so I have a male interviewee oh. coming up. Okay. Um, basically, he's moved from Sicily, Italy, to Stamford, Connecticut. To Stamford. So that's kind of interesting, That's a big too. change. Mm-hmm. Well, not really. <laughs> when you think about it, Stanford's right. full of Italians. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, so that would be interesting. Okay, so I want to know where he eats. Yeah, where exactly. That's the, that's like my main question. So yes. I'm like, where are the good Italian restaurants in yes. Stanford? I'm, I'm, well, or, yeah. anywhere. or anywhere. I just want to hear his area. opinion. Exactly. See if it's where I've been. If not, yeah. I'll go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So we have to look look, look out for that. Um, and then your weekly articles, they're more about, like you said, the the um, towns. Yes. yes, about the towns. Okay. Um, you know, and I do want to try to um, try try to make it more. You know, like maybe more sc- like private school admission. You know, it's things like that. Yeah. Like I'm trying to work on um, things that the locals would be interested in. Right. You know, right. like preschool admission, private school application process. Um, oh, right. Things like that's that. That's a whole circus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So so it's evolving, and we mm-hmm. can look forward to that. It's not just. Uh, moms or bloggers it's really evolving and you've got lots of different things on the site mm-hmm. i've noticed and uh that's fantastic i love it i love that you're doing that and i think that's a huge help for people and also like you said a way for people to um meet other people i assume you've met lots of people doing that just yes. doing this right yeah i've met a lot of bloggers a lot of people online um you know some i've interviewed but i've never met them you know okay. talk we talked on the phone is that um, how you you find people is through networking? Yeah, so I do network. I always ask whoever I interview, I'll ask them, "You can you recommend another person I can interview?" So it always, okay. you know, there's a domino effect there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a huge help too. Mm-hmm. And then and, and you know, you always can think of someone that's uh, you know, the right fit, I think. I yeah. Know, yeah, I know I've got a couple people in mind. All right, so uh, I talked about my summer vice real quick before we uh, wrap up. What's your favorite summer trend? Summer trend. Or your favorite summer thing to yeah. wear? I guess, you know, I love the statement earrings. Thank which you. is what you're wearing <laughs> right now. Okay. Um, I think that's a wonderful trend, except I'm more the classic, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm not used to that, but yeah. I love it yeah. when people wear that and I wish I can pull it off. Okay. Um, a big, bold earring. Yeah, big, statement. bold earring. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jocelyn, for joining us one more time. That is suburbs101.com or you can find her on Facebook and Instagram at suburbs101. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Tina. And thank you for listening to Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
The station you grew up with, 1490 WGCH Greenwich. President touts U.S. economy. I'm John Trout. The Commerce Department reports that the gross domestic product, the country's total output of goods and services, grew at an annual rate of 4.1% in the second quarter of this year, its best showing since the third quarter of 2014. Each point, by the way, means approximately $3 trillion and 10 million jobs. Think of that. From the South Lawn of the White House,